Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. What a day today. I got to tell you straight off the bat here, my level of respect for Jay Powell uh, just went through the roof. He did what needed to be done today, and I, I, it's what we requested. It's what we said he should say, and I actually said my been writing and said today in our vidcast that that's what he would do. So, uh, you know, today went scripted exactly as I would have hoped it it could, and it did. Today was a very good day, and uh, this is it. That we're now the melt the melt up in the midterms is on. This is uh, the, the lows are in place. The, the lows are in place. The Fed is no longer. We're not fighting the Fed anymore. Today's the last day. Okay. Um, we still have to deal with a weak economy. Again, Biden's president, how weak will it get? As Powell said today, that's now data dependent. We'll cover all that and more. Again, a really good day today. Booming day today. Um, tech, tech, tech. That's what you want to be long. And uh, today, uh, Dow Jones finishing up 436 points. Uh, our leader today was the NASDAQ up 4%, up a big 469 points. And then uh, SPL 100 up 2.6%. And Russ 2000, 2.4. Again, across the board, good day today. Uh, semis led the way higher. Uh, again, that's what you want to see. And, you know, Powell started talking, to, again, the Fed raised rates today by three quarters of, of a point, as expected. But somebody, again, this is criminal activity, folks. Somebody in the Biden administration clearly did this again. This is, by my count, the fourth time they've done this, where they've leaked advanced economic data to their buddies, right? To to their to their uh, Wall Street pals or whatever, because once again this morning we had buyers of size today, right from the, right from Jump Street. Somebody knew something. Again, it's the fourth time by my count that they've done it. This is criminal activity. If it happened under Trump, they'd be saying impeach him, right? No question about this. Again, I'm not I'm not being not I'm not being bombastic, not not trying to be uh, you know anti Democrat or anything like that. Straight down the middle here. This is criminal activities, banana republic stuff. This is the fourth time at least they've done it. Two of the other times was on a CPI data, and one other time was on jobs data, where the day before, if you've done this long enough, you know what to look for. And the day before, you don't typically have major moves in the direction that they, they move the next day on the data expected. That happened. It's rigged. This is rigged. Okay? Something's got to be done about this, folks. Where's our Department of Justice, FBI? This is what you're there for, you know? Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable, really is. Uh, I don't know how you fix it either. They've got the whole thing under their control, don't they? But bottom line, Jay Powell did his job today. I'm going to give him kudos. Jay Powell, again, my respect level for you went way up today. He started today uh, with, with the presser and, and the written statement <clears throat> was right out of the gate. The economy's slowing. Consumer spending is slowing. This is exactly what we wanted to hear him say, because he's they're telegraphing right now. Okay, our rate hikes are done. That's what that's essentially they're done. There'll be no more. If there's another rate hike, it'll be tiny in September again. Then it'll meet till then. Between now and then, we'll get two CPI reports, two jobs reports, and the Jackson Hole meeting in Wyoming. Um, and by then, there'll be ample signs that the economy is slowed enough. Why keep hiking rates if inflation's falling? And the economy is slowing radically. Why in God's name would you keep hiking rates into recession? That's kind of what Powell said today. Again, I got to give the guy props. Uh, I've been very hard on him uh, because he's made four major policy mistakes in the last six years. 
And uh, this was about to be another one. Um, and, and it still could be. Uh, there was really no reason to, to raise rates 75 basis points today, to be honest. They're just going to have to cut them next year. We're going to have neg negative rates by 2025. This is financial engineering. We're just getting started with it. This is the way we've seen it for some, some time. Um, remember, we're the guys, two-man team here in Sugarland, Texas, that were telling you four years ago that the 10-year was going to go below 1%. Everybody else said it was going to 4%, 5%. I don't know if anybody else saying it was going below 1%, and it went to a half a percent during Rona, okay? And now we haven't changed our – we're the only people – we haven't changed our story. <laughs> we don't, we've been right. Why change our story? Rates are going to go negative in the U.S. That's where we're headed. Financial engineering deems it so. Uh, but again, Powell today saying right off the bat, from now on, we're not – no more forward guidance. No more forward guidance. That means we're not pre. It's not preset, predetermined. It should have always been like that. You know, in this, in this, as he said today, everything is so volatile. Things are happening so fast. How can you have forward guidance? You can't. It's got to be data dependent, which is the other point that he made. And again, when the markets heard these magic words, the market soared, led by tech. Exactly what you want to see. Um, couple, couple of important points because now the question is, what happens next, right? We've been saying for some time that this market was going to move higher into the midterms and into year end. Just a lot of data to back that up. Historical data. The first half was so bad, the second half's got to be good. It's, it's, that's pretty simple, right? But that, that is it. That's the case. It's been undefeated 100% of the time it's happened. Go back to the 1930s, that when you have a terrible first half, the second half is gangbusters, okay? <clears throat> also, <clears throat> remember, <clears throat> we had back-to-back -back weeks with... Um, uh, sentiment survey readings of below 20% bulls in the AAI Investor Sentiment Survey. All right, that's only happened 10 times good in history. And in every case, the market has moved higher over about six months in a year, 100% of the time. So all of these data and analytics tells us the market's going to go higher. Then we get the news yesterday that this chip bill is being passed. Uh, $280 billion. Yeah, it's got a lot of pork. Yes, I understand that people hate it. But this needed to be done. This is, an, this is an America first policy. It's an America first strategy. It's something Trump should absolutely be behind. Not all the pork, $280 billion, probably 200 of that is pork. But folks, that always happens, does it not? And after we had the $3 trillion that Biden got approved when he first was installed as president, not elected, but installed as president, this is actually going to go to something that matters. And it will be inflationary. Some of the pork will be, but again, it's not big enough to make that big a difference. Uh, of course, a lot will be pork and wasted. What we care about, though, is what's going to go to the chip industry so that we can stop producing all of these chips in Taiwan. 90% are all produced in Taiwan. Let's bring those chips here, those, those, those prefab facilities here, manufacturing facilities. Let's bring them here. Let's hire American workers, right? High-paying jobs. I hear a lot of them coming to Texas, you know, so we're all for that. <clears throat> and uh, why would they go to California, right? Why would they go to New York? No, 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 no. They don't. They haven't earned that. Coming to Texas, they're coming to Florida. That's it. Um, so keep moving here, folks. This is where the action is. But um, so again, that was very big news. And again, that that's again that's more positive news for the tech industry. Tech leads, folks. Semis lead tech. Tech leads the raw market. Also today, speaking of semis, take a look at the chart of the semiconductors. SMH, the semi-ETF, hit a new high today, again, of, a, of, a of this recent cycle. So it's breaking out 
of a downtrend line that's been in place since January. We think that's significant. Uh, semis, again, led the way today up, up nearly 5%. That We think that's very, very insignificant. Jay Powell also said today, no recession. We agree, no recession. He also talked about the Q1 data where it said we were down 1.6%. That's not reliable. It's going to be revised higher. We're not in a recession. We may be, but we are not in a recession now. We need to stop. Everybody is so negative, you know. It's not enough that these Permabear websites, you know, psychological operations at Zero Hedge and Gateway Pundit. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I, I, I go to those sites. I read those sites. They have some very good information. They also have a lot of bullshit on those sites. And it's almost always negative, negative, negative. I'm sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't operate that way. Uh, I, I, I believe that America is the best planet, the best country on the planet, and our best days are ahead of us. I don't subscribe to this uh, uh, doom and gloom that everybody's got out there. That's 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 how we talk ourselves into a recession, right? Uh, today was a very good day, and that's what I'm going to keep going with. This leak has got to be addressed, though. That that is clearly criminal activity. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Again, we're looking for a move higher in not just the midterms, but year end. It won't be straight up; they never are. But we will be dip buyers. We will be dip buyers from here into the year end. Uh, that looks like it's going to be uh, pretty pretty set in stone. But again data dependent, right? Okay, let's talk about the internals today because they were good. They were very good. A put call ratio, by the way, closed at 1.05 today. It, it was like above 9.95 all day long. How is that possible? Why was everybody buying puts today? This is not, this is not, maybe it was hedging. You know, maybe some people think it's a trade. We'll get a, short, a lower open tomorrow to give some of this back. And that may happen, but I don't understand anybody that wants to buy post study. This is this this was not that press conference. This is a press conference where you buy calls. Okay, this is a press conference where you add to positions. This was big today, folks. This is big. Anybody that's big time bearish, perma bears, uh, you, you're you're gonna get, you're gonna get smoked. You're gonna get smoked here. Short covering is about to drive this market sharply higher, right? Because not only with these hedge funds. And, and fund managers who already have almost record amounts of cash, right? The positions they do have are shorts. So they're going to have to cover the shorts and then go buy and buy. So that's really two buys. So again, this is how these big moves higher take place. And today cemented that, in my opinion. Uh, as, as Tyler just pointed out, this is crazy. We talked about it here, and, and uh, we don't hear many people talking about this. The Fed funds rate today after the rate hike is now 2.5%, right? The 10-year yield is 2.73%. We are that close to an inversion now. This is what Jay Powell is looking at, right? That's what everybody should be looking at. When that inverts, a recession follows. They don't want to see that. They don't want to see it. And I'm still holding out hope that this mad madman, this madman communist, Joe Biden, might still be able to pull a Bill Clinton in 1994 after he got shellacked in the midterms and make the turn. I still am holding out hope. The semiconductor bill was the first thing I can support that he got behind. Maybe there's still hope, right? Again, the eternal optimist Kip Harris here. Um, okay, let's take a look at the internals. Again, they were very good. Uh, up volume today, NYSE was 85%. Up volume, NASDAQ was 81%. That's, that's, you take that all day long, twice on Sunday. Advanced decline for NYSE was 5 to 1 positive. Advanced decline for NASDAQ was 3 and a half to 1 positive. Again, these are great readings. We still had more stocks hit a new 52-week low than high, but you know what? We're not going to quibble. Small, we're talking about small numbers here. Um, <clears throat> if I can read my handwriting. 
All right, let's just go to uh, our sector watch now. Uh, sector watch, all 11 S&P 500 sectors finished higher in the day, led by communication services at 5%, and tech, of course, up 4.2%. In uh, our commodity watch, I knew I forgot to load a page. Just give me one second, because this is something we want to talk about for a second. Um, we want to talk about commodities. Sorry, I've got multiple screens open here. We want to talk about commodities here because <clears throat> the action that took place, and this is what we expected to see happen, the action that took place today uh, after the uh, immediately after the Fed rate hike was very bullish for gold, silver, and the miners, especially the miners. <clears throat> they turned on a dime. Gold was down early, flipped on a dime, finished at fifteen dollars an ounce. That's right at just just below one percent, uh, closing at uh, trading right now at seventeen thirty three an ounce. Silver up a big two point seven percent. That move continues, folks. Nineteen oh four. Silver's going to have a, 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 a bigger percentage move than gold will from here. It always happens that way when the reflation trade starts. That's what this is. We have a reset now. We're looking at reflation trades. China's reopening, right? The Fed's getting out of our way. It's not going to, you know, we're we'll not be fighting the Fed anymore. Again, they don't even meet again until September. So even if they wanted to, they couldn't screw this up. We've got a runway here uh, for things to go right, and that's reflation. Copper as well. Copper today, again, up 2.6% at 3.47 a pound. But it's the mining stocks, folks, that you, that's where you want to be positioned. Um, and again, today, uh, the miners were up uh, uh, just uh, like 1.5%, uh, but they really started to get some legs in the last hour of trading. And they're so beaten up. If you see a chart, the chart's like this. I mean, it is, it is, it, it is complete, uh, you know, uh, waterfall death. But when those charts reverse, You've got, you know, run the Fibonacci numbers, you know, uh, 38 to 50% retrace. We're talking about 20% moves higher from here, folks, right? Just on a technical basis. Take a look at the miners. That's where you, if you're looking for a great trade that really hasn't taken off yet with the rates coming down, with the Fed being done hiking and now getting ready next year to cut rates again, you want to own this group, precious metals and miners, most especially the miners, Okay. <clears throat> that's where that's where we're really going to be focused here starting tomorrow. And again, the semis have broken out. We're going to continue to add positions there as well. It's a great environment to be a trader here, folks. It's a great. Come join us if you're insider.com. We'll show you what we're doing here. Uh, finally for today, uh, oil. Sorry, oil today. Again, reflation trade. Oil today up 3.3 percent. That's a, a 314 a barrel at 98.12. That's the one thing we don't want to see oil get back to 110, 120. Anytime oil gets 125 ish. You got real problems. That's been that's been the, the the throughout my career. That's been the level where everything starts to kind of fall apart because oil goes in everything. That's when inflation starts to really cook with gas, right? We need oil to stay below hundred dollars a barrel, but we can take up to one ten or so, but not much more. Or again, we got problems. Uh, finally today, uh, Bitcoin. Uh, this is a great story. You know, look, I say that <clears throat> Bitcoin is up today. Uh, $1,100 an ounce of uh, uh, Bitcoin at uh, $22,600, we'll call it. A little bit higher than that. Um, but it really hasn't stopped going down, you know. The Coinbase news was horrible. Kathy Woods just sold all of her Coinbase, as I understand it. And she was one of the early believers. We almost did. And we're just like, you know what? There's just too much regulation coming. We never went into Coinbase. And I'm glad we didn't. That, that was, that, it's a great story. They got destroyed because it wasn't a great story. But I want to say to all my crypto fans out there and, and crypto followers and crypto friends, um, 
No, we're not buying. I'm not buying yet. Uh, because take a look at, at the chart of Bitcoin, overlay it with the chart of NASDAQ. For two years, it's the same chart. Why would I want to own Bitcoin when I can own NASDAQ and get the same returns? Would I have to worry about regulation of cryptocurrencies and all the things happening in that space? So no, I'm not ready to go back into, into cryptos yet. That's Bitcoin or Ether. I do think they're going to go lower. But right now, they should move higher with NASDAQ. Again, that's the same chart. It's crazy, right? Uh, it's a risk-on, risk-off asset now. That's what it is. It's not a store of value. It is not a store of value. And all those people that made these stupid commercials for Bit, uh, for, uh, for Bitcoin saying that uh, it was the new gold, right? It replaced gold. Where did they go? You know what? Karma was always going to kick them in the butt, right? You can't put stuff out there like that. Gold has been the only real currency for 5,000 years. You can't create something out of thin air and say it's the new gold, right? Oh, no, man. The... Um, the investing gods are not going to put up with that, right? Little G. All right, folks, that's it for the day. Um, I hope you had a great day. We'll look forward to getting them again tomorrow. Uh, and we'll certainly see you back here again tomorrow at the close. Thanks a lot. Have a great night. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.